Welcome to a special edition of the Red Shoe Realty Podcast. One, I'm here in my office. And two, this is a topic that I love talking about, how to get into real estate. So enjoy. I know a lot of people that ask this question every single week. So here's some information that will hopefully help you too make a decision. Hello and welcome to Want to Be a Realtor. So you want to get into real estate, right? But you have a ton of questions to really make a good decision. Well, I'm going to answer those top questions that I get every week. I get phone calls asking me this very question. How do you get into real estate? So I'm going to answer those top questions. And of course, if you ever have any other questions, I'm always here for you. So I'm going to share my screen and just going to go through this. I highly recommend real estate. Um, it's been a wonderful career. My name is Stacy Sappington and I'm the broker owner of Red Shoe Realty and I've been in real estate for 12 years. In fact, here's me at the beginning of my career and there is my latest professional shot there 12 years in the business this summer it's been an amazing career it really allows for me to be wherever I need to be do whatever I need to do for myself my family and my clients and here is one of the reasons why I worked so hard. These are my two daughters and the flexibility in real estate is probably my favorite thing because I get to go to the Valentine's Day party at the school and I get to go on vacation with my daughters. This is us in Colorado on, va on vacation one year. To have that flexibility is one of the most amazing things. Um, so if I wake up one day and I don't feel too great, then I get back in the bed. Um, and so that flexibility has really, really allowed me to connect with the more important parts of life other than just work. Okay, so let's just dive right in. I'm just going to answer the top questions that I get on a weekly basis. So number one, let me move my face around. Number one, what is the best way to get my pre-licensing courses done? So you have online versus classroom options. And you've got tons of online options. I did mine at a company called Van Ed. But there are also many, many options. There are coupons that you can get. You can, um, you know, tons of different options. In my personal opinion, when you talk about online versus classroom, it really just depends on what kind of student you are. Um, if you're the type of person to procrastinate like me, then online is probably not going to be your best bet because you are going at your own pace. Um, in a classroom, you have to show up at a certain time. You have to be there for a certain amount of time to get that credit. And so to me, that keeps you a lot more accountable and it keeps you on track. Now, if you're a great online student, then go for it um, because it really does allow you to squeeze it in in the, the little pockets of time that you may have sprinkled throughout your day. Um, but just be really honest with yourself about whether or not you are a good online student and what would be the best option for you. Now, if you choose to do a classroom, that doesn't necessarily mean that you have to go to a classroom. There are online live options, which is how I did my latest um, education, because there's a set time 
and it's online. So I get to be at home in my house shoes, but I know I have to show up for a certain amount of time. Um, if you do choose to do classroom, uh, you know, I used to always recommend champions, but I'll be honest with you, my latest um, experience was with Kaplan and I was impressed. Um, and so I think I would be more likely to say Kaplan over champions, but they're both really, really solid real estate schools. What I would say is that no matter what route you take, I would definitely suggest an exam prep. And I would recommend doing that um, in person or online live. That was the number one thing that helped me feel prepared and ready for that exam. Okay. What will it cost me to get licensed? Well, we talked about the pre-licensing courses and it depends on what option you choose. But that's anywhere between $400 up to $1,000. Now, Kaplan online live is that $1,000 option. And like I said, there are cheaper options, online options where you go at your own pace. But I know several people that have done that option and they're still sitting on it because the world is not going to stop if you don't complete those pre-licensing courses. So really, really consider, you know, I know that's a big difference in costs, but really, really consider, are you going to get it done? Because you can go the cheaper route and pay $400, but if you don't finish it, then you've basically wasted $400. So really, really think about that. Then you have your application fee to Trek. That's $205. And then you have fingerprints, which is about 50, then your exam, which is about 55. And then you have dues. So we pay dues to HAR, NAR, and TAR. So that's the local MLS, the National Association of Realtors, and the Texas Association of Realtors. So 470 annually goes to HAR. Well, that also also covers your uh, your NAR and your TAR, and then quarterly you're going to pay um, about 105, and then you have some other miscellaneous fees there. Um, okay, and then you have a Supra key, so you're going to pay a $50 activation for that, and about 1350 a month. It's for an app on your phone where you just walk up to the door and open the Supra box. Next is signs and cards. Now, this kind of depends on what brokerage you go to because some brokerages provide signs and cards and then others don't. So that's one of the questions that you wanna ask whenever you start talking to brokerages as do you provide signs, do you provide cards? But you really can get these very inexpensive. Um, I think I bought one box of actual business cards because I use more of a, an electronic business card, a virtual business card. Um, so you can buy one box of business cards that will last you years. And then a sign, you can get a sign for about $75 on the low side, about $200 if you want to go on the high side. Um, but really and truly, you could survive without both of those if you absolutely had to. And then your next expense is marketing. Well, that's a whole conversation in itself because it really, again, depends on the brokerage you end up at. 
Um, it also depends on what type of marketing you want to do. And there are so many different things, but I'll tell you a lot of what you can do is free. And so considering that those things come out to about $2,000 and that's to get started, that's a whole year of dues. Um, and so about $2,000. Now, moving right along, how long will it take me to get my license? Well, the good news is it's completely up to you. But that's also the bad news. So it depends on what do you, what option you choose. Are you going to do online? Are you going to do classroom? What kind of student are you? We've already talked about that. Um, are you willing to devote your weekends and evenings? Or where are you going to find these chunks of time that you're going to devote to taking your classes? And then, like I said before, I highly recommend in-person or live. The last thing you want to do is waste that money and not have anything to show for it. Okay, next question. How do I choose a broker? Well, lots of things to consider there. The number one thing on the list here is how much is the commission split? That's usually what most people wanna know when they're interviewing brokers. And, you know, that there's a huge range and it really depends on what it is that you're looking for. But as a brand new agent, I would say don't base your decision just on the commission split. I made that error myself when I first got into real estate. I chose a brokerage because the commission split was so low. And I thought, man, I can really keep the majority of my commission by going this route. But I did not get any training. I did not get any support. And I really had to figure it out for myself. And so I don't recommend that for anyone. So when you are looking at brokerages, yes, you want to know what the commission split is because it should be fair. But you also want to know, do they have training for brand new agents? And are you going to have support for your transactions? Um, so I'll tell you at Red Shoe Realty, our commission split for a brand new agent is 30%. So you would pay 30% to the brokerage and then you would keep 70%, but that's only for your first six deals. After that, it goes down to 15%. And we have a training program for brand new agents and we have myself and mentors that are available to you for support throughout your transaction. And that's really, really important as a brand new agent because you are working with people in an industry that you're brand new to and you want to have that support to guide you on what you need to know and to be there for you whenever things pop up in your transaction, which they always will. Um, and then last but not least, what does your gut feeling say? Where do you feel at home? So when you start talking to brokers, you're going to feel drawn to some of them and then others, not so much. So really think about that. Where, who are my people? Who is my tribe? Where do I feel at home? And what does my gut feeling have to say about it? Of course, I would love to have you. I started Red Shoe Realty in June of 2021. So it's still fairly new, but it is absolutely my heart and soul. And I would love to have you at Red Shoe. 
All right, next question. Can I do this part-time? Absolutely. I did real estate part-time for the first three years of my career. And I was a single mom. I was working full-time because that felt safe to me. I wanted that, that safety and that salary. Um, and then I did real estate on the side. And um, honestly, I probably could have gone full-time before three years. Um, but that's what I did. I did it part-time for three years. So absolutely you can do it part-time and I highly recommend that. It's a great thing to do in a transition if you're trying to get out of corporate America or just create a new source of income. All right, how many hours can I expect to put in? Well, it's totally up to you. How many hours do you want to put in? How many hours do you have to put in? And you do have time. I, I completely understand um, working full time, especially in corporate America. Um, but you know what? You deserve a lunch break. So take a lunch break. Use your lunch break to work your business or to study for your um, exam. Um, if you commute, Use that time while you're commuting to call people in your network. Let them know that you're in real estate. So even if you were wanting to do this part-time, you absolutely have pockets of time here and there. And it's really just a matter of using your time intentionally instead of kind of just going with the flow. But it's completely up to you how much time you want to put into it. All right, now, what does this job involve? So um, I think that a lot of people have an unrealistic idea of what a realtor does on a daily basis. And so here's kind of a snapshot of what we do in this business. So listing consultations, talking to people about how much their house is worth and what they need to do to get it ready to sell, um, getting photographs and 3D tours to market your property, listing homes on the MLS, which in Houston, it's HAR, coordinate showings, receive offers and negotiate those offers, finding clients, because at most brokerages, you will be in charge of finding your own clients, um, preparing your client, getting them ready to either buy or sell, getting them pre-approved, showing homes, making offers and negotiating, navigating inspections and negotiating repairs, working with your partners, lenders, inspectors, title company, insurance company, home warranty, contractors, coordinating the entire transaction from beginning to end, problem solving along the way, because there's always stuff that comes up, always something new that you've never even heard of before. And then also responsible for completing and keeping accurate legal documentation. These contracts are not just fill in the blank and one size fits all. These are legal contracts. And I take that very seriously. And as a realtor, you are a business owner. If you join Red Shoe Realty, you don't work for me. You are a business owner and my role is your broker, but you are the owner of your business. So those are the things that are involved in this job. It might be a bit more than, than what you thought, but it's all very fun and quite rewarding.
Okay, what if I have a criminal background? Well, let me tell you this, it's not a definite no. Um, Trek has a what they call a fitness determination that you can fill out and submit to them so that you'll know whether or not your criminal background is going to be a problem. Uh, but, but don't assume that it's going to be a no. If you've got something going on in, with your background, submit the fitness determination and just see what they say, um, because it really depends on what actually happened, what the charge is for. Okay, next question. Is now a good time to become a realtor? Well, yes, I think that any time is a good time to become a realtor. I got licensed in 2010, which is right after, or right kind of in the middle, actually, of the foreclosure tidal wave. And everyone asked me, why are you getting into real estate right now? But my goal was to get in, learn the market, and be ready to go whenever it came back up. And it most certainly did. And right now, the 2022 market is amazing. Um, and so it's absolutely a great time to get into real estate. The market is busy. There are a ton of realtors out there. But someone told me when I got into real estate, there's always room at the top. And that is absolutely true. So, um, and you know, what I tell people is each of us is like a lighthouse. It's my job as a lighthouse to put my light out into the world. And the people that would be attracted to me are going to be drawn to my light. And so same thing for you. If you get into real estate, you're going to attract clients that I won't and vice versa. And so, yes, it is absolutely a good time to get into real estate and investing in yourself always pays off, always, every single time. Okay, what kind of money can I expect to make? Well, it really depends on what kind of time and energy you decide to put into your business. But the sky's the limit. This is one of the few industries where your experience and your education is not directly tied to your income. You don't have to spend a certain number of years in real estate before you can achieve. You can make $300,000 your first year in. Now, that's pretty rare. But my point is there are no limitations. So whatever time and energy you decide to put in is what you'll get back out. Um, now, here's an example. So I'm using the average sales price of around 300. The average is really probably closer to 350 now. But for a $300,000 sale, you're going to make 3% commission. So that would be $9,000 minus if you were at Red Shoe, you would be paying a 30% commission split. So you would make about 6300 on that sale. Um, I have personally, I was part-time for um, three years. And so my business grew very slowly and very gradually. Um, but honestly, I wasn't putting a whole lot of time into building it. I was in a very reactive mode. Whatever came my way, I would service it. But if you really jump in and really make an effort to put yourself out there, then yes, you can make wonderful money right away. 
Okay, and those are the top questions that I get. Like I said, if you have any questions at all, please feel free to call me, text me, email me, smoke signal, whatever works best for you. But here's my name and phone number, and please do not hesitate. And thank you so much for considering real estate. Like I said, I absolutely love it and I highly recommend it. See you soon.